You're listening to Healthy AF Podcast, discussing all things strength, nutrition, and performance. We help people improve performance, reduce injury, and move better. And now, here are your hosts, Dave Howington and Corey Lehman. Welcome to Healthy AF. I am Corey alongside Dave. We are back, ready for action. I'm excited. Let's go. Man, that was a that's a hype intro. I don't know if I can match that kind of energy. That's just not who I am. I'm like the chill person. I know, Dave. We're trying to get you more excited, but it's all good. All right, today we are talking about low back pain. 80% of Americans at some point in their life struggle with low back pain. So I feel like this will be very applicable for a lot of people. I agree. Um, I mean... One of this one of those things. I think there's a lot of psychological causes to it, a lot of psychological aspects of pain, but there's also some very much like real aspects that we need to help people train around. Yeah, and I think it's important to note that obviously, if you're experiencing back pain, it doesn't have to be the end of your training routine. You can you can effectively create programs that work around back pain. Absolutely, and I think too we want to point out we're not like physical therapists, we're not going to be talking about how to treat back pain, but we are going to be talking about how you can train around it and exercises that you can do to help you train around it. This podcast is not intended to diagnose, treat, all that medical care. There's yeah, our disclaimer. I mean, our legalese, you know, we need that in there. <laughs> it's in there. Okay, so um, first things first, where do we start with all this? I mean, we start with just the different types of low back pain, right? There's flexion-based low back pain, and there's extension-based low back pain, and then there's even rotational-based low back pain. All right, so let's break that down a little further. So flexion-based low back pain, that would be, um, flexion is like anytime you're rounding your back. So I think like bend over, touch your toes. Um, if that's, uh, that's one type of back pain, extension based back pain would be, um, like if you're laying on the ground and you do like a Cobra press up and try to like arch your back, that would be extension based back pain. Yeah. And then rotational based back pain, that's where, you know, swinging a baseball bat, golfing, that kind of back pain, which usually rotation tends to be an amalgamation. That's the word of the day right there of either flexion or extension. Yeah. So let's say somebody has trouble reaching over and touching their toes they're having pain with flexion where do you start yeah so i think the first thing would be to make sure that you actually avoid a lot of flexion based exercises um just in the time being um one thing to point out is when i say avoid i'm not saying you never do those exercises and you want to build up a tolerance to those exercises But we want to start with maybe even low load, maybe try to introduce like some extension based exercises into their program for them. Yeah. And I think that goes to uh, that's like kind of a foundational point to understand is this idea that don't do anything that causes more pain. (laughs) Right. Like you're basically saying, hey, if flexion causes you pain, if rounding over is sending like a shooting pain, like it's probably best to avoid that. And the reverse is true for extension. Yeah. It's kind of where people come in. It hurts when I do this. Well then don't do that. Um, (laughs) But I mean, to their point, they need to kind of demonstrate where it hurts. Uh, That being said, so a lot of times too, um, and talking to physical therapists, they'll say this is a lot of times when we have flexion based back pain, then what that tends to mean is we need to build into our routine and give ourselves extension. And vice versa. If we have extension-based back pain, we need to teach ourselves how to flex. Yeah, and there's been a real big push um, in fitness over the past few years. Some of it's around posture. This idea that 
you really shouldn't move your spine. And, and I think we should almost break that misconception a little bit. Yeah, I think it's important to actually have mobility in the spine. Your spine is a joint just like any other area of the body, like your knees, your shoulders, and everything. Um, I get why people say you really shouldn't move your spine, but I think like at the same time, like everyday life, you got to be able to have some sort of mobility that's going on in your spine. And the more rigid you try to make it, I think, you know, oftentimes that's where people are more at risk of being hurt is when they're rigid, but then they have to do something that requires some sort of mobility. Right. And I, like, I kind of use this exaggerated example. I call it the gum wrapper example. It's like you go to pick something up off the ground and, and like it's been drilled in our head like, okay, you should bend your knees. You should drop your hips. Like you should brace your core. Um which is true if you're picking up something of like significant load. But like, for example, if you're picking up a gum wrapper, like it's perfectly fine to like round over, let your spine flex and pick up the gum wrapper. Like there's no load, there's no risk. It's like, sometimes I feel like we're so worried that we're going to be hurt that we almost have like this fear complex that we can't do anything. Yeah. I mean, to be fair, there was a time in our careers where Corey and I would pick up cones with a perfect hinge and focus on practicing the hinge. So, you know, we say all this because we've lived that. Um, And and like Corey said, when you're picking up load, by all means, you need to make sure that your form is set. But you also got to prepare your body for everyday life. And I'm pretty sure everyday life, I'm not always picking up a heavy deadlift, right? I'm going down, I'm picking, I'm tying my shoe, Uh, I'm getting in and out of a car, so I need to teach my body and my spine to work through flexion and extension in a healthy manner and not just brace every every single thing I do. Okay, so number one, um, we need to identify really what causes the pain. Yes. After that, we need to... um, As best as possible, like, let's not exasperate the pain. Yep. Um, Where do we go from there? Like, what muscles would you start to focus on strengthening? I mean, I would focus even, too, on just, like, the position of the body and maybe make sure that we can actually get someone breathing well. A lot of times the diaphragm is a really underlooked muscle that attaches to the spine. And so a lot of times our breath can actually affect the stability and the movement of our spine. So I'd work on breathing, um, but then along with that, too, I'd work on just teaching the core to brace, but then also teaching them how to use the core through, like, different types of movement and through rotation. Yeah, and I think just kind of as you're breaking this down, for people to understand, you know, you're talking about some deep abdominal muscles, right? Like diaphragm, some of these smaller muscles that we don't necessarily think about, like we automatically jump to rectus abdominis or the six-pack muscles that you see, you're really trying to go on a deeper dive, no pun intended, to some of those stabilizing muscles. Yeah. And then even too, like, I just want to look at someone's movement. Um, There's the whole idea of like the spinal engine where like the spinal needs to be fluid in order to have good performance, right? But at the same time too, like, I just want to watch someone walk and just see, you know, how are they doing everyday activities? Because a lot of times the pain that we have is not from one single thing, but rather is from something that we do every day. Um, Analogy I heard the other day was like, you know, you go out drinking and you wake up the next morning hungover. It probably wasn't just the drink you had at 2 a.m. that left you like that. It was the drinking throughout the whole night that has brought you to that point. Yeah, absolutely. So we've got like, would you say like you're really talking about the concepts of bracing, breathing, engaging the right muscles, and then um, to your to your latter point, 
just now, um, looking at what are all these different things that you're doing that are causing the pain? Absolutely. Yeah. It kind of goes back to our posture podcast, which you, you know, if you haven't listened to, you should, there's my plug, but I mean, the best posture you're, you, the best posture for you is the one that you're not currently in. And I think the same thing goes with our back pain. And we see that people that have flexion based back pain need extension. People that have extension based back pain need flexion. And so similar to the best posture, the, like the pain you have, you need to give yourself positions that you don't normally use to help make sure that you're not you getting hurt in those positions. Yeah, motion is lotion, baby. Motion is lotion. And movement is medicine. There Hashtag those. Seriously. Dude, I'm, I'm trending. It's fine. It's all good. <laughs> we need to trademark this. Okay, stuff. so um, I think another important component is this idea that typically um, we have pain in areas that are moving too much or they're lacking the appropriate stability or control. So it's like maybe you have pain in your low back because that's the only part in your spine that you move through. Absolutely. Because maybe your upper back is so stiff or so locked up, you got to you have to think like all these spinal segments work together and if some of them aren't giving any uh range or motion, they're basically being a bad teammate. Yeah. And so I think that's the other thing to remember is that pain typically is a symptom it's not necessarily the cause. And so when it comes to what we are doing, we need to take a global perspective at our lives. We need to take a global perspective at what we do on a daily basis. Because again, all that stuff adds up and we need to realize that, you know, just because we have pain in the back doesn't mean that that's what's causing the pain. A lot of times it could be, you know, maybe our glutes aren't firing when we're walking. Maybe our hamstrings aren't helping our pelvis stay in a good position. Maybe there's a whole slew of things but it really, you do have to take a global look at what's going on in the body. Yeah, pain is the symptom, not the cause. I love that because um, so many times we're just looking at the direct area of pain and trying to assess like, all right, well, how do we make that go away? Or how do we make it feel better? And um, it's important. Take a step back, look at things holistically. And that's sort of, you know, why I'd asked you too about, you know, what muscles. I think any muscles that attach directly to the pelvis uh, is probably a good place to start in terms of strengthening those muscles. Would you agree? I agree. So things like glutes, um, hips, different abdominal muscles, some of your um, back muscles that attach at your pelvis. Because if you can begin to create a better stability and control at your pelvis, that's ultimately going to affect a lot of your low back pain. Yeah. So, I mean, the breathing... Uh, the pelvic muscles, um, whether they need to be loose or tight, um, all that stuff, like that's, those are areas that we need to target once we figure out what kind of back pain you're having. For sure. And obviously it's case by case, but where do you think people can start as far as like addressing their low back pain? Like what would you give them just practical steps here before we wrap up? I mean, the first thing I would do is I would figure out whether or not it's extension based or flexion based. Um, and I would start by slowly incorporating the opposite into my routine and try to, so, you know, if I have flexion based back pain, maybe start doing some low level, like Sphinx pose types exercises. Um, if it's, uh, extension based, maybe some low level, just like even like a, like a sit up will help or just a wall peel off yeah. and everything. Don't go crazy with it. 
Um, and then along with that too, I'd start on trying to strengthen my glutes, strengthen my hamstrings, teach myself to breathe better. Those three areas as well will go a long way in just helping reduce that pain. Yeah. And I mean, if you're confused and worried, I mean, we always offer free assessments too with our physical therapists, like get an idea of um, what you should be doing. And, and if if you're like, man, I'm worried about this, um, consult a professional. We can certainly help direct you um, in the right um in the right direction, direct you in the right direction. If you know what I mean. There you go. So think, think about that. Um, (laughs) lastly, I'll just say, um, the McGill big three, um, is a well-studied, um, just three exercises by one of the leading, uh, researchers and scientists. Um, these three exercises in research have been shown to be as effective as just about any back intervention. They're, They're really simple. Um, it's three real simple core exercises that you can do. McGill big three, you Google it. Um, you can get some visual there. And I think that's really helpful starting point for people. Yeah, definitely. So there you have it, guys. If you have low back pain, uh, address it. Don't wait on it um, because it is something that you don't want to let linger um, because optimal performance is going to require you to move efficiently through your spine and move pain-free. So until next time, stay healthy AF. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of the Healthy AF Podcast, where we help athletes and adults move, perform, and live better. If you're not subscribed already, be sure to go ahead and click that button right now. And if you found value in this episode, we'd love if you would do us a quick favor and rate and review the podcast. We'll see you on the next show.